0: Your next comedian, he makes goals because he's an adult and he does that (laughs) for his life. I'm so excited. He's such a big supporter of MutinyRadio.fm. You guys are going to love him. Put your hands together right now for Will Brown. (laughs) Yay.
1: (coughs) Thank you. Thank you. Oh, my Um, God. Wow. (laughs) Pam Benjamin looking like a hot Sailor Moon. Like an emo, emo Sailor Moon. She's a little more emo. I'm a little more rock and roll. If you remember that one, you old like me. I'm taking these condoms off of this mic. I'm going to raw dog it because <laughs> if everybody else wears condoms, then I don't have to. Right? That's a hard act to follow with the guitar. I can't play guitar. I've got nine minutes of dick jokes though. Are you guys down for that? I mean, I've only got six, but that's a, that's most people use that. Can you guys keep it down in there? God, what's going on? There's a fight break. All right, relax people back there. Anyhow, 24 year olds meeting their goals um so my name is will brown thank you for coming and hanging around and i'm not going to rhyme anything else i promise uh it's hard keeping up with these youngsters it is for an old gay man like myself well i'm in my daddy years you know what i'm saying i'm in my daddy years it's a resurgence it's the golden age of daddies because people are looking for stable people with housing and you know like job i got a good job i'm in a union i'm good i'm good not muni but i do support muni ride muni Keep it covered. Not, I'm not giving a good example, but do as I say, not as I do. You guys have heard that from your dads, right? <laughs> Who's got a dad? Anybody have a dad out there? This one does. Henrique. <laughs> Henrique is going to help me with a, c- with a COVID pro tips demonstration here in a minute. But I wanted to get with the more youthful people. My pron- I wanted to tell you my pronouns are supposed to do that now, right, in California. My is Will Brown. My pronouns are, are yes, sir, and no, ma'am, <laughs> because I'm from Appalachia. I'm kind of from the south. Uh, I'm an Appalachian man. Um, so, you know, I'm a gay daddy. I'm a gay un- a uncle, a gay uncle, big bro, whatever you need. Whatever you need, I'm going to try and do it. Um, so I'm booed up with this boy right here, Henrique, right now. He's my COVID lockdown boy. He's been s- hol- helping me move <laughs> as I get evicted from my apartment. That's another story. It's another story. I do have secure housing though. I did mention that, right? Okay. But I'm booed up. That's my number one pro tip for COVID times. Find somebody, boo up. Get. It, I'm boyed up. Boy up. Boo up. Whatever you need to share the times with. And if you're not doing that, if you're not successful, that lower your standards lower your standards you can there's somebody out there for everybody you just need to lower your standards a little bit that's pro tip number one pandemic pro tip number one Woo! So, keeping it moving along pro tip number two for the covid times and the pandemic uh you guys have hangnails ever you chew your cuticles or whatever keep keep one nice and fresh and open because then it lets you know if the hand sanitizer is working or not because I don't know, like, I go to, like, Costco or whatever. They're giving you this, like, whatever san- hand sanitizer. I'm like, I don't trust this. It. It's like those drinks in the castor. They watered the shit down to save money. You got to make sure it's fresh. Uh, high alcohol content, like our booze, right? That's m- pro tip number two. Pro tip number three, Henrique, you're going to have to come up here. Uh, let's hear it for Henri. I'm going to show you guys the new COVID hug. This is how you do the COVID hug. First of all, put your mask. Keep your mask on. You're gonna hug s- a stranger or somebody you know. Whatever you gotta do, put your mask on. Get the get into hugging position. But it's back to back hugging. That's how we do it now. We back to back hug. You can still feel that booty, but you're breathing in opposite directions. Oh, mm, and this is a good booty too. And then, then if it's real good, you tell them like keep keep breathing that way. I'm gonna breathe this way. We're gonna breathe together, both <laughs> in the same direction. And it works out great. You can still <laughs> get a hug in. Hug a stranger. It's fine. Keep <laughs> your mask on. I'm not keeping my mask on because it's my, my boo boy. Thank you, Henrique. Can we hear it for Henrique? <laughs> He's so cute. That's why I'm in a good mood. Uh, Let's see. What else? Uh, whoo- Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so the thing with the hangnail, you got to use your wounds. You got whatever wounds you have. You got to use them to the best benefit. There's, it's kind of funny, but it's true. It's true. Use your wounds. Um, so anyhow, I've been I've been in San Francisco since two thousand and one. I've been here a long time. Before I got evicted from my rent-controlled apartment, but that's another story, and I'm not bitter about it at all. Whatever, S- millionaires evicted me, and they're they are not of my same race. If that if that brings you joy, let it bring you joy. I'm not mad about it anymore. I'm over it, <laughs> real over it. I moved from a three-bedroom into a one-bedroom. It's happened. It happened. <laughs> it's over. These guys, <laughs> these fools up here, know what I'm talking about. But anyhow, have, has any of y'all been to the Castro around here? the gayborhood you've been to the you guys know that bar on the corner of like marketing Castro it's called Twin Peaks yes right you know it so and it's all windows you can see right in and it's for it's for older gay gentlemen like even maybe even older than me I mean I still got all my hair let's hear it for that um a little gray but it's still there so it's a, it's a, the Twin Peaks is a gay bar for older gay gentlemen, but for a long time now we've been calling it the glass coffin, because it's for the older dudes, the glass coffin. But so now with COVID, they all have to sit out on the sidewalk for their drinks, and now we call it the open casket. <laughs> it's, it's so rude. It's so rude. <laughs> it's hella rude. But they're still enjoying their drinks. You know, we're gonna make it through this. That's what I'm talking about. You know, like I lived through HIV. I was like oh 14 years a condom wearer. It was not fun to like come into your sex, the fruit of your sexuality in your teens, early 20s, having to wear a condom every single time, ladies and gentlemen. But that's what we did, I and mean that's just how you had to do it. So don't complain about these masks. They're fashion statements now. Everybody's looking very fashionable with their masks or they're not masks. So if you don't have your mask, Same thing with gay, you can be masked, you can be not masked. It's all good, but I'm running away with that. Anyway, how about RuPaul Drag Race? Anybody RuPaul Drag Race fans? Yeah, me too. But okay, so I've been binge watching RuPaul, stuck at home most of the time, except for Fridays here, socially distanced comedy. It's great. But anyhow, RuPaul Drag Race, those queens is so funny. They have they do everything with big hair they do everything with big hair big makeup big attitude big fashion they get the fashion for you um, they bring in the future of fashion and but then th- the rest of my life just seems so boring after that and I'm like how am I supposed to get through my p- boring to-do list I- after comparing it to Rupaul It's hella boring so I decided to make up drag personas for each of my chores on my to-do list I'm gonna share a couple with you now clap for your favorites. Uh so you know I just moved into a new place as I mentioned earlier not better I uh, I moved to a new place I need to get copies of keys made and so I went to the hardware store got copies mission accomplished I am the drag queen known as Accomplisha Keys <laughs> Thank you thank you Uh I had to stop by Walgreens as well to pick up like my nerve pills because people be getting on my nerves I am Wanda Sykes so, Wanda So, Wanda Psycho, what's her name, Wanda Sykes. She's a funny drag queen picking up her nerve pills, okay? She's having a good time in the Walgreens. Uh, I don't like dealing with people in positions of authority very often. I try to avoid it, but I had to call uh, the manager of my apartment building about the leak. I am the drag queen known as Karen Snowden. Let it sink in for a minute. Let it sink in for a minute. Uh, I This is new. We'll see how this goes. Uh, it's a hot crowd. You guys are hot. Oh, my God. All these eyeballs. I'm not used to all this eye <laughs> contact. I'm getting a little bit drunk with that and other things. But anyway, uh, I recently, I didn't realize, like, you know, I have some mild disabilities, but nothing like I really thought I could, like, file a disabilities claim for it. But it turns out that I think you can. If you have enough of them, you add them all up. So I've got gay DD, that's a constant in my life. If you don't know what gay DD is, it's like ADD, ADHD, but you're distracted by D. Like college boy D, uh, man at the gym D. Uh, bearded guy D, soccer player D. It's v- a lot of D, very distracting, very distracting. And uh, sunny D is just a delicious fruity drink that's <laughs> also distracting. But um, I was with this boy recently, <laughs> and I didn't realize, like, and I don't know if it was due to the gay D.D. or due to my mild color blindness. I apparently have mild, mild colorblindness. And he told me that I have, like, uh, some ginger pubes and i was like i thought of myself more as a blonde but he's like no you're ginger dude look down here in the sunlight you know we, we were we were like outside you know <laughs> uh, get it where you can and while you can and so apparently i partially ginger and i was like i didn't even know that is that colorblindness? is that due to like bu- uh, is it due to like being not woke to my own racial p- peculiarities like or is it the genetic color blindness that you inherit from your moms i didn't
2: in America Johnny wants a brain Johnny wants to suck on a coke Johnny wants a woman Johnny wants to think of a joke Johnny's in America I'm afraid of And Johnny wants to see in cars. Germans in America. Germans in America. I'm afraid of Americans. I'm afraid of the world. I'm afraid I can't help it. I'm afraid I can't. I'm afraid of a. Man.
3: Welcome to the Weekly Review with Roman, talking very far away from the microphone. Today, it's Friday, March 20th, 2020. Thanks so much for tuning in. We are broadcasting live from Mutiny Radio. We're in San Francisco. We're on Ohlone land, and there's lots of information that folks can do to learn about the land that we are on. And I'll just share a few resources for folks. One would be to go to Ramaytush.com, and that's R-A-M-A-Y-T-U-S-H.com. You can learn about the history of the land and folks who are still here. And you can also, I would encourage folks to pay the Shumi Land Tax, and that's S-H-U-U-M-I Land Tax, and that's based in the East Bay. Also, if you go to the White Noise Collective, there is a section on their website, uh, lots of readings on decolonization. And. So yes, lots of ways that we can learn and unlearn about, well, learn about the origins of this land and how colonization has continued and very much brought us to this point that we are living in right now. I was debating whether or not to come into the, the station today. I was really hesitant to, and I usually, unless I have something else, I've pretty much tried my best to keep my Fridays clear and open for the past six years so I could come in and do the show. And unless I have like an opportunity that's hard to turn down, or I'll try to record ahead of time and have Pam or someone else uh, play it while they're here. I uh, very rarely skip shows, so it was really weird that, um, in a way, I didn't have anything else planned uh, this Friday. Quite the opposite. I did have guests who were planning to come in, and we've had to postpone it a little bit, and we'll most likely be able to do a radio call in, hopefully, this weekend, and have it up f- and go in for folks soon. Uh, so just with everything going on, its plans have had to shift a little bit. And I was debating because I've been really trying just to stay in. Um, and then I was like, Oh, is I even do I even need to go in? Do I want to go in? And I'm not. We don't have the capabilities, unfortunately, to. I mean, I could record from home, but I wouldn't be able to broadcast from home at the moment. So I was really hesitant to come in. And I was. You know, talked with some folks and was like, yes, a reminder that media is important, radio broadcasting is important to, it's an important service to provide folks, especially since there is so much misinformation and lies and folks in positions of power have been covering up information that would save lives. And that's, I could have said that at any point in history, pretty much, and we're really seeing it now and it's important that for those of us who do have resources to get the word out, and most of the show is me sharing words from other folks and providing resources for people, because I know, um, I just realized I'm still wearing my bike helmet. That's kind of where I'm at. That's where I'm at. I've been here, I got in early to to sanitize things, spray the doorknobs and clean the microphone and put wet wipes on surfaces, and uh, I'm still wearing my bike helmet. I was like, oh, maybe I'm just uncomfortable because I did have a mask on earlier and I've got my gloves on and I'm standing up because I had sanitized a chair. I'm also just very much, I'd rather be overly uh, cautious. I don't know the last time someone was here, but still, uh, virus can live on surfaces for, depending on the surfaces, you know, anywhere from a few hours to a few days and just wanting to be, wanting to be as careful as I can be. And also the, the idea that if you, you know, the idea is to behave as if you have it already to make sure you don't spread it onto others. So being aware of that. So I am I am wearing my bike helmet. That obviously will not protect me from much unless I fall off my bike, which I'm clearly not on at the moment. I just think that's funny. I am still wearing my bike helmet. Okay. Oh, where was I going with this? Oh, yeah. Um, sharing resources for folks. Yes, when I find myself to be depressed or anxious, which is I think a lot of the time, and also recognizing many of us, I feel like if you are alert and aware in the world, if you are a human being, if you are perceptive, if you witness If you have witnessed things, if you've experienced trauma, if you've witnessed trauma, if you have engaged at all in being a human being on this planet, uh, uh, those feelings are natural to come up and at times feel really overwhelming. And, of course, these feelings are natural. It's a natural reaction to what is going on and to what has happened before us and the world that we've inherited and what we're living in and taking part in. And it feels insurmountable in a way to change it and even to live through it and to be our best and you know i i feel like the ideal versions of ourselves at our very best we're kind and we're generous and we do more for others than we do for ourselves and we provide and we tell the truth and we don't want to hurt people yet that's i think under capitalism it's fucking impossible to survive under those under these conditions that in a way reward folks who are dishonest it rewards violence it rewards selfishness um short term it's all short term of course but there are not a lot of pieces in place in order to encourage behavior that celebrates and honors collaboration and collaboration and taking care of each other is of course what will save us (sighs) so in times like this when the anxiety and the depression are really high uh, if one is able and again it's not about productivity it's not about what you know, what people should do, because of course we all have different abilities and different capabilities, and that also changes from moment to moment. There are some days when I feel like, oh, I can do this, this, and this, and other days I just cannot, and that's totally okay. And so I also want to do the show as a way of providing options for folks. So if people are are at home and have access to being online and want to do something, there are so many different ways that folks can show up for one another, whether it's signing a petition, it's encouraging Jails to begin to release people. Encouraging ICE to just shut the fuck up and not exist anymore. There's probably a different way of saying that, but that's kind of where my energy's at at the moment. Or cops to stop arresting people and harassing homeless folks. Also, my energy, that's where my rage is at. My rage is there and things that were already in place and happening, (sighs) okay. (sighs) Donating supplies, donating food, checking up on folks who might not have as much access as you do. These are all things that folks can do. If You have kids, ways to share what's actually happening with kids, to um, not necessarily keep folks entertained, but to also just to communicate and do what's best to care for each other. And there's so many options out there and there are so many resources out there and there always have been. And I think perhaps now that so many of us are in the, are in a similar, not that we're in the same situation, but we're all facing a similar fear, or at least a similar threat certainly, because virus can affect anybody. And yes, folks with more, status and wealth will have more access to testing, which is fucked up. (sighs) Wow, lots of rage. Lots of rage going on. The point is that viruses do not discriminate. So the fact that more and more folks are recognizing what's going on and more people are feeling maybe afraid, it's important to recognize what solutions there are, or at least not necessarily even solutions, but just action items, things that folks can do. Um, so there's a lot of mutual aid kits out there. There's a lot of also tips on gardening and farming if you have access to land, whether indoor or outdoor, growing your own vegetables and fruits and herbs and spices and all of these things that, of course, you know, folks were doing. People were taking care of the land, living off the land before uh, it was colonized. <laughs> so so much of it, and then we're also seeing the animals are coming back into various places where the humans are not, uh, you know, roaming around so much. And some folks have been like, oh, h- humans, were the virus. And my whole feeling is it's, it's really uh, – colonialism and capitalism is the virus itself these are systems that are in place designed to hurt animals hurt the earth for us to hurt each other and to not live safely and again there are so many jobs out there we're talking about jobs there are jobs out there that involve hurting other people so if you need to make money in order to survive and have a roof over your head and it pays less to be a teacher than it does to be a cop something's fucking wrong there sending lots of love and solidarity to all the folks out there, the grocery store workers out there and the clerks and the folks out there who are working on helping people under some not-so-great conditions, all the healthcare workers. There are folks who are getting infected, and they're doing it. They're putting their lives on the line to help others, and I think that's beautiful, and it's also fucked up that we're in this place and that f- people knew about this for months and didn't do anything, and now we're also hearing about certain members of Congress who like also – traded stocks, they knew about this, and were like, oh, this is going to be bad. Let me make some money off this disaster. But that's, again, what they fucking do. Similar to when they have wars. I think now there's also just this idea that um, – I, and I apologize. I um, can't think of the name of the person whom I heard this from, but this idea that uh, fascism is – it's like colonialism turned inwards. I mean, we're also – we've the Amer- United States, let's just put it out there, imperialism has gone to other countries – there's been blockades, there's been uh, coups, there's, you know, overthrowing other governments, there's been in embargoes to like, and not allowing other countries to get resources. There's been folks going in, killing people, dropping bombs, stealing resources, et cetera. So that's, and for some of us living in this country, we might not see it firsthand, but we still are in a way benefiting from it in a way where it's like oh I don't think about where this thing I bought came from or who made it or the circumstances or why this certain thing is a certain price so now we're seeing I think more of it just again turned inwards we're seeing the effects of this mentality and this behavior turned inwards where yeah folks don't have health coverage yes medicine's too expensive yes if folks don't have work they may lose their housing which is a human right so there's all these things I should probably sit down and take off my bike helmet but may I'll just stand up and, and rant for a little bit that's kind of just, you know, where we're at. And it's so frustrating because so many folks have been saying this for years and years and years that protections need to be put in place. People, war criminals need to be held accountable for their actions. And instead it's like the opposite. It's folks who are, the, you know, poverty has been criminalized. So you've got folks who are incarcerated for, I don't know, maybe stealing food or maybe selling weed, which are things that uh, I honestly have no fucking problem with. People are doing these things to survive. Yet you got war criminals, plenty of folks out there. We can name names, Dick Cheney, Karl Rove, all these folks. Henry Kissinger, he's still alive. Why? Why is he not in The Hague? And if you're listening to this show for the first time, hi, welcome. It's not a comedy show. Uh, this is also kind of why I stopped doing comedy, is I would get up there and rant about these things, and this was, you know, four years ago, and uh, I, I understand folks don't necessarily want to listen if they want to go to a show and, and laugh and think about the world. And uh, it's, I'm like, oh, there are people in positions of power who are trying to kill us. That's not really funny, that's awful. Yet it's the truth, so I uh, understand it'd be helpful to find some humor in it, but it's f- sometimes it's difficult to find humor when one is terrified. <sighs> okay, where was I going with this? Uh, I was going somewhere with it. Where was I going with this? Yeah, that's kind of uh, where we're at. People in positions of power. Oh yeah, if you're listening for the first time and you think, uh, oh, I'm a lefty and I like Democrats. I don't, I don't like the corporate Democrats are fucking awful. They've gone along with so many awful policies. They have cut funding, social services throughout the years. They have signed on to wars. They have increased mass incarceration. They've cut food stamps. They've done a lot of irreparable harm to human beings, and they can go fuck themselves too. So this is just uh, to anyone supporting that line. It's not necessarily how much folks identify. It's really how, uh, how they identify. It's more their behaviors and policies that they support that I find to be problematic. So that's kind of where I'm at. And that's where I've been at. However, hope is on the way. I say that because, I actually this reminds me, I went to, I've gone, unplugged the mic there for a second. I've talked to college students over the years, colleges and universities, not a lot, but from time to time. And mostly was talking about trans issues and gender identity stuff, and, so and like in sociolo- sociology and different different types of courses throughout the years. And a friend invited me this when I was in New York last year and a student asked me, like, "Oh, do you think there's hope?" And I know that we're supposed to. Harvey Milk's like, "You gotta tell people there's hope. You gotta tell people there's hope." But at, at that day, I was feeling kind of down. I was like, "No, I don't. You know, I don't think so. I don't think things are gonna go well." And I n- I know that, in spite of that, I, I do have some hope. If I didn't have any hope, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be in the station. I wouldn't be living my life. If I completely had given up, I wouldn't be talking right now. So there is that part of me that does believe that folks coming together can has always saved us. Obviously not all of us, because people have died throughout the years, and but it is a matter of people coming together. So there is that piece of me that is hopeful, and also I want to be realistic and cynical and just recognize a realist and recognize it like the pattern of history, and we cannot trust the powers that be to, to protect us. If they decide to enact some legislation to do a rent freeze, yeah, that'd be great. Cancel student debt, that's great. Provide universal health care, that would be wonderful. Freeze mortgages too, do that. Give us like two thousand. Maxine Waters has suggested giving us two thousand every adult two thousand dollars a month. That would be fucking rad. I love all of these ideas. They should be put in place. And whether or not they are, we need to find find ways to support each other. So uh, in case that doesn't happen, we still have each other's backs to the best of our abilities. That's that's what I'm thinking about. Okay. So, so my last thing in the last not last thing because the show's gonna be on for a while. I've been mostly playing full records on the show because there's great record players here. The San Francisco Public Library has an awesome record collection. And I did manage to go before they shut down the library. Maybe it was like, I've I've also lost track of time. I feel like I haven't been here in ages. I'm like, oh yeah, I was here last week. Okay, so (sighs) um, uh, yes, went to the library, got a few books. They're mostly nonfiction. I got some movies. There are some documentaries and serious movies. Probably not the best bet to be when one's going to be stuck indoors for a while. But, you know, I, that's the kind of stuff I like. Uh, okay, so, uh, and materials, and records. So I got some records, and so I've been playing full records because it's nice to hear vinyl and to have something tactile and have a record player at home, and it's just nice to ha- nice to have that, to read the liner notes, and some of the records have really great artwork, and it's just nice to have that connection, and also just to hear a full album again. Um because I, I grew up in the age of, you know, first cassettes and CDs, and I'm glad that records are coming back, I guess, for as much as we can do. And as nice it is to have a- access to digital music and how widely accessible and you can carry it with you, and it's, like, minuscule, it's also um, really nice about having a, a something like a record. Okay, so, however, so the record playing today happens to be The Hurting by Tears for Fears. And again, I'm going on what was available at the library, what I what I felt like carrying, that's from a few weeks ago. So I thought kind of, you know, overall fits in. And the first song I played, though, was I'm Afraid of Americans by David Bowie, and that's because I heard it this morning on The Current, which is the Minneapolis Public Radio. They have a radio station and lots of music sta- substations that are great, and they have a 90s show every Friday, which that's my one I have very few routines coming to the radio stations one of my few routines and oh man i guess i've been like indoors a lot because i'm talking a hell of a lot that's okay radio is the medium f- medium for talking great so oh. uh, i'm also talking very quickly i realize so every friday from 10 a.m to 11 a.m here pacific time it's like noon to one i believe in minneapolis they have a 90s show. And I grew up, I was in high school, and then junior high and high school in the 90s, so I have a, an affinity for lots of 90s music. And uh, today they were just taking requests and suggestions for music that either you feel, you're feeling right now, or that you wish you were feeling. And so that was one of the songs that was played, and uh, it was just we were just like listening to it. And we're like, yep, this is uh, right on. So I know I've played it on the show before, but uh, definitely appropriate for times like this. Given the response, I mean, I'm glad that there are there is shelter in place and also given what we've heard, folks in China and South Korea have really taken a lead in terms of first just, insh- you know, doing what they can to protect people and provide services for people. Also, Cuba, of course, has been working on vaccines and stuff and Cuba's got a lot of t- doctors and it's all of the lies that we've heard in the United States about socialist countries and, oh, well, they're the ones with health care. They're the ones taking care of their people. How nice would that be? And then they're always like, oh, in socialist country, like, there's like no choice in the grocery store. And then we see all these photos here in the United States of people hoarding and like having there not be enough goods for folks because people are freaking out and hoarding too much. Okay. Speaking of lies, just going to call out the like, anti-Asian racism that's been going on and the fuckface asshole in the White House. Um, I guess that could apply to a lot of people, so take your pick. Um, just using this as a way just to push racism for it is just fucked up so I wanted to call that out and name that and that's fucked up and he can go fuck himself as all the followers can of him also I do want to acknowledge that uh, oh yeah there's an article also in Rolling Stone I may or may not get to it today but it's just noting that now with so many folks at home unfortunately it's going to bring about it's very well possible could bring about a rise in far right-wing extremism and that there's a lot of content online that some fucking asshole moderators um, on certain platforms, they refuse to take down Nazis because they're fucking cowards. And uh, so that's something that's going to be, unfortunately, a sa- another yet another side effect of this is that people may become radicalized online. So part of what I want to say is just to um, encourage folks the opposite, to educate oneself and to share resources and kind of combat the that narrative that's out there which is looking to harm folks and people have already like there's some Asian Americans and Asian folks have already been attacked here in this country and that's because of this fucking bullshit nationalism and it's really important to um, call that out and to end it and it's also just like uh, the rage that people feel and the fear that people fear is very real and also we can direct it at our uh, public officials and the wealthy folks out there who have put us in this position, the billionaires who have been hoarding their wealth, the politicians who knew that this was gonna be a crisis and fucking lied about it and made money off it. Those are folks that we should definitely aim our rage uh, at, I think. They're the ones who are responsible for why this is happening, not your everyday citizen just fucking walking around. Okay, putting that out there. So I will provide uh, ways whether it's a petition whether it's uh, writing something, speaking with folks, lots of ways to uh, to um, lots of ways to uh, show up. Okay, I'm um, expecting a call in, and this person called, um, and we're gonna test something out to see if this works. So I had my phone off because I usually have the ringer off. So that's just uh, why I'm taking a moment, so we're gonna see if this works here, we're going to, this is uh, EK Keith who hosts a show here Saturday nights, and so we're trying to see if folks can call in on cell phones and see how that sounds on our system instead of the phone in the uh, studio, so we'll see how this this works out, all right, so I'm gonna, Keep on <laughs> talking. Uh, oh, my gosh. Excuse me. That was that was unexpected. I apologize for that. So this has been, like, my own perspective on things, and I will be sharing lots of resources. There's a mutual aid. I'll keep talking until we get the call. Um, there has been a lot of resources out there. There's one that's, like, bit.ly um, forward slash COVID-19 collective care, which is this amazing resource. And it's, like, initially it's, like, two pages, but there's so many links on there. Okay, let's see if this works. Um, hello? Oop. This is really hard in gloves. Uh. All right. All right. Okay, sorry, gloves on. Hard to pick up. Try getting the play by play here see if we can uh answer the <laughs> answer the phone uh, see how this works out and uh, yeah we'll see uh, another reason i kind of do miss textile tactile phones all right come on hello Hello? Wait, let me try this. Hello. Oh my. Hello. I can hear you. Oh, yay. I just didn't have the switch up. <laughs> yay. It works. It works.
0: Oh awesome. Happy Friday. Oh yeah, happy Friday. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what's what what's the good news you got for me, Rama? Uh No good news
3: yet. I've been ranting for the past half hour. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I will get to some good news though. There's a lot of resources out there for folks. Like there's a big page, a uh, live document, um, which is at bit.ly forward slash covid nineteen collective care. That's a resource for folks looking to help about themselves and their communities through personal preparation, collective care, mutual aid, and advocacy. So I was going to share some resources from that in a little bit, but first I just had to talk a lot and get my anger out. <laughs> That's
0: cool. Yeah.
3: How are you doing on this yes, fine day?
0: I'm, um, you know, I'm taking it taking slow. It well. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've been, uh, been reading some poetry, which yes. is, you know, a good thing to do. I've been reading library books, also.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah, they I, I, the library books that I got from before the library closed.
3: Yes, <laughs> yes, yes.
0: So okay. I don't think I'm going to have that problem with, like, not finishing them and then they're due again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I'm reading some poetry, um, uh, you know, thinking, thinking about, like, ways to, to be healthy and happy and, and supporting, supporting community in times when we're, we're isolated from each other.
3: Yeah, definitely. There's definitely ample time to think about it.
0: (laughs) That's true. Yeah, so what else? What about you? Um, I came in, I felt... You're you're holding down at Mutiny Radio right now,
3: huh? Yeah, I feel really good. Thanks for encouraging me to come in. It feels really good to be here. I brought... I mean, there are wet wipes here, and I also brought a bottle of uh, antibacterial spray. I brought some gloves, um, and I've just been, like, you know, wiped down the locks, the chairs. Uh, I took off one of the microphone heads and, you know... Clean that off, with the board <laughs> the best yes. I can, and I've just doorknobs, etc. The locks, yeah. So doing my best to um, sanitize it the best we can. I've opened the curtains to get some light in here, and um, awesome. yeah, just uh, it feels good to be here, and I'm glad I'm here.
0: I'm glad you're there too. I'm looking forward to coming in tomorrow to do uh, open pages from
3: eight to ten p.m. Yeah, feel free to let's um, want to tell our listeners a little bit about that.
0: Well, so tomorrow from 8 to 10 p.m. It's written pages, and we're going to have an all phone in show. So my feature tomorrow is really special. It's to Rita McHale, and she just published a book with Nomadic Press. It came out at the very end of February, um, and it's called Synchronicity, Oracle of the Sun. And... Um, yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. Um, I'm also excited that I, I get to help celebrate this book. Um, she, she's she's going to do a set, and we're going to have an interview with her. I'm going to interview her, and then there are going to be some cool. She's picked out some very cool women poets to also, you know, celebrate Women's Month this month. Um, and then we're going to have a phone-in open mic, Roman. Hey. <laughs> yep. And so, um, you know, once our, our, our book celebration is done with Tarita McKell and, and some powerful women poets that include so far, Avacha and Jenny Lim are going to be phoning in and a couple more people that um, I'm waiting to hear. Um, yeah, it's pretty awesome. I'm very excited about it. Um, yeah, and then it's gonna be a phone-in open mic. So pretty much anybody who's got a phone can phone in. If if they're listening in, you know, we're gonna start just immediately following um, the the poets um, for Women's Month, and then. Then the phone in open light. It's it's gonna be cool. I've I've never done a, a phone in show before, so it's it's exciting. I've had phone in poets before, but this will be the first like all phone in show, so it's just gonna be me. Yeah. <laughs> me and the phone at Mutiny Radio. It's exciting.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to I listening to
0: I will also be there early and I'm gonna follow up on
3: your thorough cleaning with another thorough thorough sanitizing. Yeah. Yeah, it feels good to, you know, do what we can here to keep the station as clean as possible.
0: Yep. Yeah, the poetry goes on. Yes,
3: yeah, it's important that uh, folks still find ways to connect and listen to one another.
0: Yep. Yeah. So let's see. Other things going on. Um, I went into my backyard into a little patch of sunshine. Oh,
2: nice. And I want
0: to. I, I recommend that to people. I haven't really been out much. I've been staying home, as we all are, except for essential things. But I, I, I want to recommend to people to up outside and get a little saw on your face,
3: a little fresh air. It's important. Yeah. Um, be very helpful, for sure. Well, it like my first time on my bike in, yeah, I guess a week, and it felt really nice just to be out and about. Like, and, you know, doing my best to stay away from folks to the best of my ability. There's more people out than I thought there would be, though, which I thought was interesting.
0: You know, I think it's, it, I think a lot of people are trying to do that balance between, like, you know, going outside and taking a little walk and staying distance from people, you know, and staying home and, you know, like, it's... (laughs) It's a little bit... It's a challenging balance because we we do need sunshine and fresh air. (laughs) And a little bit of exercise, you know? And, you know, um, no one wants cabin fever... So, there you have it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's strange, it's strange to manage all this, but here we all are together. Yep. Yes, indeed. Yes, I'm definitely reading a lot more. I'm, I mean, you know, I, yeah. not to get back to that, I mean, I am a poet and a librarian. I read a lot anyway, but... Um, I have to say, I'm really like that. The time to read a little bit more is is proving is proving valuable. Yeah, and, uh, there is that sense of. So I'm going to recommend that to people too, and just a little plug for San Francisco Public Library here. Yes. So the branches are closed. Um, you can't go to the library, but with your library card, you can access they very robust digital offerings from san francisco public library i believe they have also made it easier to get a library card right now oh, cool. um totally online i know that's definitely true for like any child in san francisco it's very easy right now to get a library card with a pen number so that you can access digital resources and I would have everybody needs to fact check me on this one. I'm pretty sure it's the same for adults, but don't be mad at me if it's not. Uh, they're, they're trying to make it very easy for people to access those online resources. Um, they have uh, two streaming video services mm-hmm. that are free with your public library card. And then they have several ebook opportunities as well. So and audiobook and it's pretty cool. So if you know if people are looking looking for something to do right now and just like a, a different a different source of media of, of various types, then I would recommend sfpl.org. Check it out, San Francisco Public Library.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, they're doing they're doing a lot right now. <laughs> uh, so, oh yeah, you can get comic books in ebook form from SFPL too. Wow. It's really cool. I didn't know that. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Hoopla. I love Hoopla, mm-hmm. and they have like Access three hundred and sixty for ebooks and um, Overdrive. Uh, yeah, there's there's Libby. Rob- oh then yeah, Hoopla also you can get television and movie series. Um, also, Canopy is one yeah. of the free streaming services from the public library. They also have Canopy Kids, which is unlimited now. The can- Canopy right. Kids is unlimited uh, out digitally. So awesome. yeah, you know, for especially people who have children that. Might need a little extra screen time. Yeah. For better or for worse, that's probably how it's going to go right now.
3: (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Well, it's better to have, you know, more selection, I think, especially for kids, just to have content. Right, right. It's hopefully more helpful.
0: Yep. Yeah, so. I don't know, you know, I've been. uh, been, been looking at the butterflies and the hummingbirds, you mm-hmm. know. There's a lot of plants flowering right now. Yeah, that <laughs> I am particularly, you know, like I'm I'm taking 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 joy in the joyful things that are to be had in my my world that, in some ways, has become very small, but in other ways, since I'm using more like digital tools right now is also getting larger in some ways. So it's 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 pretty interesting. Yeah. But I like the butterflies and the hummingbirds the best. Yeah.
3: I'm, I'm glad they're still
0: around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a really beautiful day. Like it's you know, I was, I was thinking like you know like this whole global pandemic idea, it, it really, it's at a huge contrast with the weather right now, which is just sunny, beautiful, cool spring weather with flowers and butterflies and hummingbirds. <laughs> it, it seems like, you know... Yeah, just a real a real contrast for me right now. Yeah, yeah I'll definitely. take it. Here it is. <laughs> it's a it's an odd spring.
3: Yeah, spring is my favorite season, so it's definitely it has. I've yeah a lot of. I know we all have a lot of feelings, and it's just you know the time of growth and you know new things blooming and folks going outside more. So it is very interesting to be living in this situation where. That's It's not as uh, Accessible as it was before
0: Yeah Yep Yep So Yeah I'm just gonna I don't know Figure it out Bit by bit And um, um Hope for the best Really Like that's the other thing Hoping for the best Trying to stay healthy and happy.
3: Yep, yep. Cool. Well
0: thanks for for calling in. Wow, I'm I'm so glad I'm so glad to to talk to you and you know, and thanks again for like doing a little scrub down at Mutiny Radio. Yep. I will be there tomorrow night from yes. eight to ten. Yes. And just to remind people There will be no in-person performances and no in-person audience. So please do not come. Stay home and phone it in for open pages from 8 to 10 p.m. That is um, on Saturday, which is tomorrow. Shoot, is it March 21st already tomorrow? Yeah. Dang. Yep, so Saturday, March 21st, 8 to 10 p.m., mute to me radio.fm. It's a phone in show featuring to Rita Macau and some special guest poets for Women's Month, and an all phone in open mic till 10 p.m. So, you know, if anybody out there wants to, to listen in or participate, please do. It's, it's something different.
3: <laughs> thank you so much EK. thanks for thanks for having me on the show Roman. thanks for calling in and thanks for all your support
0: my pleasure and same to you health and happiness to you yes
3: yeah thanks alright well we will um, yeah we'll check in with you soon and looking forward to listening in tomorrow
0: alright sounds good yeah call in if you like
3: I will think about it maybe <laughs> i will i'll definitely listen
0: all right my friend okay. i'll talk to you soon all right take care bye okay you too bye
3: big thanks to ek keith for calling in and again please do listen in to the show tomorrow and also call in if there's anything you'd like to share um i'm gonna get back to playing some music and i'll have some resources for folks uh, after this so please do stay tuned
2: So much I'm losing me I cannot see the reason for the pain With hungry joy, I'll be your toy Just hoping you will play Without the hope, my body starts to fail Memories fade, but the scars still linger goodbye my friend, will I ever love again? Memories fade but the sky still lingers.
3: Playing the record, by Tears for Fears. Got a lot of resources I'll be sharing through the rest of the program here, in no particular order. I'm just going to go down through them, see what we got. I also wanted to mention last week's episode did not get uploaded um, as we hoped it would. So right now we're working on it, and at the very least I'll play it after this one. So if you're just tuning in live, you can just stay listening. And uh, And um, I also may have it so I'll we'll just pick up for the uh, 2 o'clock show. Okay, since uh, the studio will be empty then. Okay, so a list of resources. Again, uh, I'll go through some of them again. And uh, some of them are really just – have. there's so many there, so I can't really get to everything. However, providing what I can and what all these folks have put forward, I think it's really important just to, to share the resources that we have and information, and at the very least – as long as at least one person's listening, and uh, they you hear something that may be helpful that you can tell someone else about or take action about, then it's it's all worth it. So, the first piece I'm going to read is about. There's a lot of support going out there, of course, I mean, in mutual aid networks, and because folks are used to taking care of one another. So, one group that I follow on Twitter is the Bay Area Worker Support, and you can follow them at B A W S U P P O R T. So, again, B A W Support. And this came out on March 19th. In response to the financial impact of COVID-19, we're happy to share that our Sex Worker Emergency Grant program is back up and running. Please visit bayareaworkersupport.org forward slash grants for details and to apply. And I'm gonna read a little bit from the webpage here. So if you are and or know folks who are sex workers, um, this is one place that folks can get assistance. Uh, BAWS is Reintroducing one of our community care structures by offering emergency grants for sex workers experiencing hardships during COVID-19, we're able to give small grants of fifty to two hundred dollars. If you have a larger expense or ongoing needs, we will gladly promote your crowdfunding campaign on our social media, or you can or can help you set one up. Uh, we want to love and support our communities as much as possible during this time. Qualifications, these grants are only available to current sex workers in the Bay Area who depend on sex work to pay their bills and do not have other forms of support. We ask that you not apply for these funds if you're working in a part of the industry that has not been affected by COVID-19 or have the ability to temporarily access this type of work. If you're able to receive support from your family or partner, able to find work in different industry, we have limited funds and these grants are intended for folks who do not have other options. Have these other options. Um, We are prioritizing requests from BIPOC, trans-GNC, disabled, and outdoor workers. That said, we are sensitive to the factors that make survival difficult for many dependents, documentation status, health, and we'll consider these when granting requests. To ensure that these funds are indeed going to our community, we ask that you provide at least one of the following forms of verification. a link to your current work website or ad uh, with your current info listed, Link to your professional social media with your contact info listed, reference from one other current BAWS member or a mutually verifiable sex worker. Uh, we understand that it is not always easy to come up with verification, and we are working on finding more ways to make these funds more accessible within the capabilities of BAWS. Um, I should just say. Uh, if none of these options are available to you, please let us know why, and we can try our best to accommodate we while we ch- will try to meet everyone's request the number of requests prioritization and situation of those requesting will inform how much we're able to grant we will not be able to grant multiple requests per month we will do our best to respond to all requests within 72 hours monday through friday starting on monday march 23rd 2020 and so again if you go to bay area worker workers support so it's b a y a r e a W O R K E R S S U P P O R T dot org forward slash grants will be brought to this page. We can fill out more information and share it with folks. Okay, next up, and yeah, there's a lot of information here. I also resharing the big resource I wanted to get to again bit bit.ly forward slash COVID the number 19 collective care. It's a resource for people looking uh, out for themselves and their communities. Through personal preparation, collective care, mutual aid, and advocacy, you are welcome to add, to edit, copy, share these resources with the intention of helping communities come together and support each other and with as much attention as possible to all our community's specific needs. If you think a list of resources is offensive, misleading, or mislinked, please comment. They also say that http colon forward, slash forward, slash bit dot li forward slash coronavirus resource kit also has extensive resources um I might go into these later on the show if there's time but if not I wanted to provide those because there's just so much there. The first one I mentioned it says there's like there's two pages there. However, with each each of the links they provide brings you to other pages of much much more information. So like in the other resources page, there's so much there. Like I mean, I haven't even gotten to a fraction of it. So there's so much there regardless of what your situation is, where you're located, um geographically what you you know your needs are um the odds are there will be information there that can help you and or your communities and also if you don't see something that affects you or that um speaks to what you need at the moment feel free to add that so just again this is like a resource an open resource for folks to be able to connect with one another and share information which is really important right now next up um this is for the bay area And also, hopefully, this will encourage folks in other places to do this as well. Um, This is from Scott Morris, who you can follow on Twitter, at OAKMORR, and I've shared this as well. It's it's a map, an interactive map of Bay Area schools that have meal services available during the coronavirus shelter-in-place order. So you can find it either on Scott's page, which you can go to, again, Twitter, at O-A-K-M-O-R-R, and this was posted 19 hours ago, so yesterday, so if you go to March 19th, I've also shared it. You can follow me on Twitter, at R-O-M-A-N-R-I-M-E-R, and it's really cool. It's just an interactive map. There are lots and lots of places, and this covers San Francisco and the South Bay, up down to San Jose. We got the East Bay, Fremont, um, up to Mount Diablo, up to Vallejo, like up near there. So, a little bit south of Vallejo, but, like, close to uh, – got Martinez and around – close to Benicia. So um, San Pablo, lots of places. Um, So, yeah, I do recommend folks sharing this resource with folks. Um, Please do check it out. All right, that's the interactive map of food. Next up, um, side note – well, not a side note because everything is connected. There's an article in the L.A. Times uh, that I'll at least hear (laughs) – read the the headline here because there's a lot to get to. Um, I have reached my free article limit. Thanks, LA Times. I appreciate that. Um, And this is folks who have in... Let me see if I can find more information here. Um, It's pretty much folks who are inspired by the Moms for Housing in Oakland have taken over vacant housing in Los Angeles, which is totally fucking awesome and sending lots of love and solidarity to all the folks out there who um, have you know, taking it upon themselves to um, secure housing for themselves since the people in positions of power and folks who can provide that are not providing that. So I really support folks who are doing that. So again, the article is in the LA Times. And let's see if I can find a little bit more information to help point you all in the right direction if you haven't read it yet and or looking. So the title of the article is Citing Co- Coronavirus, Homeless Families Seize 12 Vacant Homes in LA, and so, yeah, you can find that at latimes.com. Much, much more information there. Great. Okay. Then, oh, this is another resource. There's so many resources. Again, so many. So this is based in Toronto. However, um, even if folks aren't in Toronto or know folks in Toronto, I think at the very least something that's really important is that even if something doesn't pertain to the area that you live in, it can inspire folks to set up something similar to the area that they live in. So that's it's really important to share all types of resources at the moment. And this is a uh, COVID resources Toronto mostly. And this is from a hmm it's a sp- I'm trying to think about the best way to share this location cuz it's a Google Doc and it's a long Google Doc. So, um hmm how uh, how can I uh, help share this? Um let's see. Oh boy. It's uh okay. This is a uh, Okay, get shareable link. It's a long link. All right, so what I'm going to do is right now, as I am talking on the phone, I'm going to go into Twitter, and I'm going to share this link right now. Uh, so, again, follow me, R-O-M-A-N-R-I-M-E-R, and I've now shared it. You can find me there. The On Twitter, you can, like, change your, not your handle, but the name in front of your handle. So mine is, we need healthcare, not warfare. So follow me on there. And uh, I've just shared the resource that's for Toronto mostly. So I'll talk, uh, talk a little bit about this. And they have like links to a friendly neighborhood hotline, um, neighborhood support, different types of neighborhood support, a postcard bid to help self-isolating neighbors, uh, neighborhood pods. So that's something else that's been talked about. There's been lots of work in, in for, for quite a while about creating uh, pods. So that's pretty much where you, from my understanding of it, I've been to a couple of workshops on it is that you just kind of create a pod of folks that you know and trust, and you can rely on each other for information or to run errands or just ways, like a group of folks, a small group of folks. You want it to be um, big enough so that there's enough folks there that you can rely on if one person can't do something or is unable to do something, um, but not so big that it becomes overwhelming and difficult to communicate with so many people. For those of us, like myself, who have been on an improv team, getting eight people to agree on anything Uh, like a name or a time to meet can be difficult. So, but I'm guessing like around eight is probably a good size too. So you have enough, you want to have like enough folks out there to do what you can do. And also not so many where it's difficult to connect with each other. That's my understanding of it, but please do read up more on pods. And this does have a link to that as well. Um, There's also pod mapping for mutual aid. Um, There's how can I help COVID-19 Toronto. There's emergency survival fund for LGBTQ uh, 2S artists, performers, lip, oh, excuse me, <laughs> tip-based workers, and Glad Day, I'm not sure what Glad Day is. There's also a Black Emergency Support Fund from BLM Toronto, there's COVID-19 Mutual Aid Fund for LGBTQI plus BIPOC folks, uh, Caremongering Toronto and Online Community, there is Q- GTA Community Volunteers, Canadian Muslim Response Network, the Donate for Better Toronto Coalition Fund. Better Toronto Coalition Weekly Webinars. Webinar on COVID-19 and in Indigenous Communities. Davenport Helps. Caremongering Davenport. Uh, Save Food Bank in Mississauga. The Kids Help Phone. Good Neighbors Project. Phone. Excuse me. Food Banks Canada. Uh, COVID-19. Uh, Toronto Jewish Community Response to COVID-19. And that's COVID. C O K A V O D. Uh, Akin Rent Relief Fund, Help Feed and Support Those Impacted by COVID-19, Coronavirus Tech Handbook, Support Social Service Agencies in Toronto, Support Food Share Emergency, Good Food Box. Okay, so these are lots of resources that I just shared. Again, they're they're mostly for Toronto. However, I think there's some also ways that folks in other parts of the world can participate, and hopefully this will also influence folks to take on similar projects in their own neighborhoods or seek them out if they... Um, odds are something like this probably already exists in a lot of neighborhoods. And again, as I've said before on the show, I am, this is like a, a drop in the bucket of the information. This is just only a, in this, of all the information that's out there, this is only things that I have. Um, and of course I've been reading a lot, maybe too much online. It's probably not good for my mental health. However, I want to just stay, There's there's so much out there. So again, this is just like a small percentage of what's out there. This is... The, what I have the energy to share, the time what the time I can share it. I'm trying to do also a, a broad range of resources for folks too. So and again, I'm only one person, only one person here. There's so much information and knowledge out there. There's also a lot of folks about how to grow your own vegetables indoors. Lots of information about that as well. Ways to stay sustainable, etc. Okay, so there's that. Okay, going along. Let's see what else do we got here. Um, next up, there is an anarchist guide to capitalism. From Crime Think. And let's click on this. Lots of good information in there. And if you go to Crime Think, which is C R I M E T H I N C dot com, this was posted on March 18th Surviving the Virus, an Anarchist Guide to Capitalism in Crisis Rising Totale- Totalitarianism, Strategies of Resistance. And they have lots of information here. I'll read a little bit about it. Uh, The pandemic is not going to pass in the next few weeks. Even if strict confinement measures succeed in cutting the number of infections down to what it was a month ago, the virus could resume spreading exponentially again as soon as the measures are suspended. The current situation is likely to continue for months. Sudden curfews, inconsistent quarantines, increasingly desperate conditions, though it will almost certainly shift Form at some point when the tensions within it boil over. To prepare for that moment, let's protect ourselves and each other from the threat posed by the virus. Think through the questions about risk and safety that the pandemic poses and confront the disastrous consequences of a social order that was never designed to preserve our well-being in the first place. They provide a text that offers medical advice for dealing with the virus, uh, one that's importance of mutual aid, another link that... um, is mutual aid initiatives in the U S as well as a link for mutual aid in Germany. They have, uh, surviving the virus, longstanding anarchist forms of organization and security have a lot to offer when it comes to surviving the pandemic and the panic it is causing. The first suggestion is to form an affinity group. The prospect of quarantine tells us a lot about how we are already living. Those who live in close knit families or joyous collective houses are in much better situation than those in broken marriages. And those who, uh, have big empty houses also themselves this is a good reminder of what really matters in life despite the models of safety that are represented by the bourgeois dream of a nuclear family home ownership and the u.s foreign policy that reflects it togetherness and care are much more important than the kind of security that depends on fencing out the whole world social distancing and i've heard a lot of folks this is i'm talking myself not the article has have begun to really frame it as more physical distancing as opposed to social distancing because we're still socially connected. So I'm going to do my best to try to use that language from now on. Uh, Must not mean total isolation. We won't be safer if our society is reduced to a bunch of atomized individuals that would neither protect us from the virus nor from the stress of the situation nor from the power grabs that capitalists and state authorities are preparing to carry out. As much as the elderly are are at risk from the virus. And also I'm just going to note that I've read recently that it's like 40% of the folks are like 50 and under who have caught it. So it's also just to be aware that it's not just folks who are elderly um, who may be at risk. Lots of folks also may be at risk, and it's really important just to, to note that as well. Um, Okay, older people are already dangerously isolated in this society. Cutting them off from all contact with others will not preserve their physical or mental health. All of us need to be embedded in tight-knit groups in a way that maximizes both our safety and our collective capacity to enjoy life and to take action. Choose a group of people you trust, ideally people you share day-to-day life with, all of whom you share similar risk factors and levels of risk tolerance. For the purposes of surviving the virus, this is your affinity group, the basic building block of decentralized anarchist organization you don't necessarily need to live in the same building with them the important thing is that when you can cut down your risk factors to those you all share and feel comfortable with if your group is too small you'll be isolated and that will especially be a problem if you get sick if your group is too big you'll face needless risk of infection talk with each other until you arrive at a set of shared expectations as to how you will engage with risk of contagion this can be anything from total physical isolation to remembering to use hand sanitizer after touching surfaces in public within your group Okay, so this is like, this is their words on it. I've been mostly not seeing uh, other folks except for my partner. So um, that's, you know, they're just taking that with a grain of salt. I've heard of also just more just like the isolation and stuff. So again, that's what they're saying in this article. I would say maybe also just find other ways of communicating with folks that it doesn't have to be in person and also not everyone lives in a collective house. So maybe find ways to take on what this is suggesting and, you know, make use of it in terms of what your situation is. And yeah, so um, So the article has a lot of, form a network, they have a lot of options and information here, forming a network, how we relate to risk, um, solve surviving the crisis, and lots of more information. I'm scrolling down, scrolling down, scrolling down. Strategies of resistance, uh, rent strikes, Uh, In San Francisco, Housing Collective Station 40 has led the way by unilaterally declaring a rent strike in response to the crisis. They say, the urgency of the moment demands decisive and collective action. We are doing this to protect and care for ourselves and our community. Now more than ever, we refuse debt and we refuse to be exploited. We will not shoulder this burden for the capitalists. Five years ago, we defeated our landlord's attempt to evict us. We won because of the solidarity of our neighbors and our friends around the world. We are once again calling on that network. Our collective feels prepared for the shelter in place that begins at midnight throughout the Bay Area. And again, this was previously posted. Uh, The most meaningful act of solidarity for us in this moment is for everyone to go on strike together. We will have your back as we know you will have ours. Rest, pray, take care of each other. And uh, for millions of people who will not be able to pay their bills, this makes a virtue of necessity there's a lot more information here, and I'm just thinking I spent the entire episode so far talking about this, uh, this is the pandemic, and it's, and also want to just recognize how many other events are also still happening in the world, and it it does feel overwhelming. And I also want to note, now would be a really great time if you're at home to start writing to folks who are incarcerated. There's also an email service which I've been on, which I have feelings about. I don't think you should be charged to send a fucking email. However. There's a uh, organization, not an organization, it's a company. It's a fucking company called JPay. And however, it does allow folks who are incarcerated to communicate with loved ones outside. It's a lot faster than sending letters in the mail. Um, so that's another option, though. It's like 35 cents right now per email that's sent, but you can also send funds to folks who are incarcerated so you can um, pay for their response. And the, you know, the length that you can send is pretty long. I think it's like 20,000 characters. Um, however, it's different than if a letter, okay, fifty cents, but you can uh you know, it just feels a lot more homemade and with an email sometimes it's like, oh, I just have a few sentences to write. So it's kinda fucked up that they're charging people, fucked up that people are imprisoned in, in the first place. However, um it's also just a health hazard for folks who are incarcerated. So yes, I guess I'll just talk about that right now. I was I emailed the person one of my pen pals who's incarcerated and um, uh, I was gonna say? Oh yeah, I was gonna see what she was saying, and she's she's aware of it. because I'm also just always, um, you know, wondering what do folks know? folks who are incarcerated there's oftentimes depending on where people are incarcerated there's a limit on like books they can get in and the information, and even even if you're not incarcerated there's a limit on the information that we get considering that there's the corporate media who lies to us and many newspapers who often. Skirt the truth and you know just support the corporate overlords, and how fucked up that is, so um anyway, so I was asking I was like, oh by the way, this is what's going on, what you know is there any information that you have where you are what is there anything i can I can share with you and so she was saying, and she's in California and she was saying that it's crazy in there, and they're on lockdown, kind of like lockdown um so that's that's what she was able to share for now and it's also just i mean it's this idea of and also thinking about folks who are in solitary confinement all the time and how as upsetting as it may be for some of us to be in our homes it's there are folks who are in solitary confinement uh in jail you know in prison for not doing fucking anything wrong you know it's like this corporal punishment as, as difficult as it may for some of us folks who are not in jail it's like imagine folks who have to do this who are living this on a daily basis in a fucking jail cell without the contact that they need and deserve that all humans need and deserve ugh. so anyway but also it's just I- in the issue with um jails of course is that there it's uh there is the risk of viruses spreading so it's just ugh. so i'm also wanting to put that out there anyway so the way i found this um, Uh, pen pal is that there's a site called black and pink which puts folks in contact with LGBTQ folks who are incarcerated you can write them letters it provides names and addresses and some information about some of the folks you can also send them cards so um, if you're able to I highly recommend checking out the site and finding folks who are incarcerated to, um, to write to to connect with it's one way of reaching out and connecting with folks so I highly recommend folks do that and there's also folks who are on the street right now, and um, so wanting to provide. Uh, street Sheet is no longer. Well, they're taking a break. Street Sheet's taking a break um, to keep folks, to keep vendors safe. So you can also donate directly to the Coalition on Homelessness um, as one way of, of helping out folks who are on the street right now. And also, I was reading that, like, only. I don't know the. I want to say it was 40 or 50%, but I'm not sure. Please don't quote me on that. And again, this is. I'm sharing information. Um, to the best of my ability the information i know might change it might i might have misread it it might be incorrect obviously like that's i'm probably being like overly overly uh careful here but i do this is to the best of my ability this is the knowledge that i want to share with folks that i've learned from others so i do want to put that out there um but yeah apparently i think maybe 40 or 50 percent of folks who are on the street here in san francisco are unaware of what at least as of yesterday, I think it was, or maybe two days ago, were unaware of what was happening. So also crucial just to get the word out as best one can to inform others. And they're also looking to put in hand sanitizing stations around in Oakland. Some activists did that and encampments. They're trying to really stop the sweeps. The sweeps should never have been happening in the first place. Same with the fucking ice raids. Did I mention the fucking ice raids? Apparently, here we go again, there's some ice agents who are going around uh, pretending they were fucking doctors and going into fucking... Uh, arrest people Which is just so fucked up And they can go fuck themselves Seriously Seriously And everyone's like oh, During a pandemic And it's like Even if it wasn't a pandemic They shouldn't be doing that That's what happens When we have a, a whole Like uh, this culture Is based on militarization And punishment Instead of uh, Helping people Healing people And providing support for folks And also minding your own damn business I think that's a lot of it too It's You know like uh, oh. I mean, if someone uh, just—I I don't even know where to start because it's also like, you know, folks will like argue like, "Oh, well, then someone did something illegally." Like, first of all, just because something's illegal doesn't mean it's immoral. There are things that are legal that are fucking wrong, and something that, that's a—that's a part of it too. And also, folks come in here to like, even if you know, like, first of all, doesn't just because something is illegal doesn't mean it's wrong. So I want to like put that out there. And also that idea that, like, just because you're not in their situation, you don't understand their situation, doesn't mean. I mean, putting it in a nutshell, I believe in self-determination and I believe folks know what's best for themselves and communities know what's best for themselves and this idea of policing them or being like, oh, no, leave them the fuck alone. Like, I understand things might make you feel uncomfortable. If you can't help, um, first of all, if you you do want to help, ask folks where they're at, ask them what they need. Secondly, um, if you can't, then just leave them the fuck alone. Not that hard to do, really not that hard. Okay. (sighs) Okay. I'm going to go back to my email list. I'm also going to – I think it's time for a music break. It's 1.31. Holy shit. I've been talking for a long time, and I have a whole half a record to play. Yikes. Well, I'm going to start on that, and I do want to play the rest of this record because um, it's good, and the last song's really good too. And flipping it over. And uh, all right. So this is the second half of the album. I'll check back in, provide some more uh, resources for folks. Thanks so much for tuning in to me and your Radio. got a few more articles. I'm going to share the headlines. And uh, if you're interested in reading more, please do. i posted most of them online. Again, you can follow me on Twitter at R-O-M-A-N-R-I-M-E-R. The first, really important, don't let panic force you to support a growing fascist police state. Of course. Yes. Um, this is a really great article. I learned a lot from it. And it's from Ajamu Umi's The Truth Challenge, which you can find at a abetterworld.me. And this was posted on March 17, 2020 so it's there's we're gonna see a lot of pressure um, from the state in terms of how to act and what to do and this just gives like a really great um, uh, there's so much good information here as well as history on yeah US imperialism and it's really crucial to you know look out for other folks who are vulnerable um, and to connect with those folks as opposed to connecting with uh, uh, people in positions of power in terms of people who want to kind of take away rights and um, not so much in terms of or pretty much just uh, I can't summarize the article I'm going to be honest there I can't summarize it and I'm just going to say read it please go read it abetterworld.me and again this is from Ajamu Umi's the truth challenge don't let panic force you to support a growing fascist police state please read it we'll, yeah check it out um, as far as other things that are going on uh, the article I mentioned earlier, it's from Rolling Stone, written by E.J. Dixon, and this came out on March 18th. How Social Distancing uh, Could Lead to a Spike in White Nationalism. Yeah, we are seeing a huge uptick in rhetoric from hate groups during the pandemic, said one expert on a call with the SPLC. So if you'd like to learn more uh, and find ways to stop it, because we got to organize, uh, go to rollingstone.com uh, for that article. And then finally, from The Intercept, Wall Street is pressuring key healthcare firms to hike prices over the coronavirus, uh, coronavirus crisis. They have audio of bankers asking drug companies, firms supplying N95 masks and ventilators to figure out how to profit from the COVID 19 emergency. So, um, yeah, you can find that at Theintercept.com. All right, so I'm going to finish playing the rest of the record. And, uh, yeah, for their archives, check out mutinyradio.fm. Lots of shows here as well. Got a Patreon up, patreon.com forward slash weeklyrev. All right.
2: Scratch the ice, let the telephone ring. Sense of time is a powerful...